welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Salia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. Now, this episode is coming to you from Cape Town in South Africa. That is where I am at the moment. And I thought I would share with you how I got here, because it was not exactly straightforward. Now, in November of last year, I decided that since I haven't been to visit my mother for two years, I'm going to come to South Africa, because I had a few weeks where some of my classes were, um, so to speak, on holiday. And I thought I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that, even though when I come back to Taiwan, I'll have to do the quarantine. I made peace with all that, and I bought a ticket to South Africa, and I wanted to fly on the 15th of January. That was my plan. So then, after I bought the ticket, not long after I bought the ticket, the Omicron variant of the virus was identified here in South Africa, and all airlines and countries stopped flights to and from South Africa. I wasn't too worried because uh, I thought, that was, that was in December, I believe. I thought the things will settle down again and uh, people will get used to it and things will continue on. Now, the airline that I bought a ticket from, Emirates Airlines, they were one of the airlines that stopped all flights to and from, especially to and from Cape Town, which is where I wanted to go. But Emirates also fly to Johannesburg in the north and also Durban on the east coast. Then they made an announcement that they will still fly to Johannesburg, but they will not fly anybody out of South Africa. I was still not very worried. And I did a little bit of research as the, we got into the new year and there was only two weeks left before I uh, had to fly. And I saw that if I went online and I tried to book a flight to Cape Town via Emirates Airlines, then I couldn't book a flight for any day before the 15th. So it seemed to me that the 15th Emirates will actually start again flying to Cape Town. And just to make sure, a week before I flew, I went down to the travel agent where I bought the ticket. The travel agent is in the Taipei main station. And they checked and they said, yes, you are very lucky. Emirates is going to commence services to Cape Town on the 15th, which is exactly the day you bought your ticket for. So I was very grateful for that. The route is you fly from Taipei to Dubai. Then you have to uh, wait for two and a half hours and then you fly to Cape Town. So I was all set and happy. Friday I finished my last class. Saturday I woke up and I started to pack because I wanted to leave my house at around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So I have a lot of time to get to the airport by public transport. So the morning, I don't know why, but in the morning I turned on my computer and I, I checked my email, which I rarely do nowadays. As you know, we do most of our communication by, um, with social media like WhatsApp or Line or what those things. But I checked my email and there in my inbox was an email that said, your flight has been cancelled. And I was absolutely shocked first. I thought it's a joke. Somebody sent this to me as a joke. Because these things don't happen to me. It happens to other people, but not to me. So I looked at this email and I couldn't move for about five minutes. And then I thought, oh my goodness. And you know, the first thing that came into my mind is, just the day before, I had to go for a PCR test. That's a, a COVID test. And it is very expensive, first of all, if you want to get a certificate or a, a proof that you had the test. And secondly, it's very unpleasant. They push that uh, stick up your nose all the way to your throat, and it is very, very unpleasant. And the first thing that came into my mind was not, oh, no, now I'm not going to see my family. No, it was, oh, no, now I've, I've wasted that money because it's only valid for 48 hours. If your uh, flight is later than that, you have to get a new test. The thing I was most upset about is that I have to go through that 
sensation again of this thing burning into my nose. But I sat around for a while and I thought, okay, I have to make peace with this now. And uh, finally, uh, in the early afternoon, I thought, I'll just go down to the travel agent and just see what they say. Is there perhaps a flight the next day? If so, I'll have to get that test again, but that was unlikely. So I went at, le at my uh, leisure, I went down to the Taipei main station and I talked to the guy. I said, what is going on here? Is, is, is there a flight tomorrow? He said, you know what? The email you got is not really correct. The flight from Taipei to Dubai is still on. It's just the leg from Dubai to Cape Town that has been cancelled. But the email said very clearly to me, your flight has been cancelled both legs. So I was a little bit angry. He said, you know, there is a flight to Johannesburg. We can change you onto that flight. But then you'll need a flight, of course, a domestic flight from Johannesburg down to Cape Town. I said, do it. And then they had some trouble with their computers and this and that. And he said, come back in 15 minutes and I'll have the ticket ready for you. I went back in 15 minutes. It was not ready. I said, you know what? Now it's almost 2 o'clock. My plan was to leave my house at 3 o'clock. There's now only one hour left before I have to leave to travel down here to the station again and catch a bus. Because I always take a bus to the airport. And uh, I said to him, I'm going to have to go up home, uh, back up to my house now. I have to pack. I haven't packed. I have to pack, then I come down, I'll pick up the ticket when I'm down here. Are you sure I can fly to Johannesburg? He said yes. So there I went back up to my house, running into my house, packing like a, a crazy person. Actually, not packing, just throwing stuff. Luckily, I had written everything down that I wanted to take with me. So I just took these things and I threw them in a suitcase. Uh, ten minutes after three, I left my house. And I got down to the main station. I picked up my ticket. That was ready. I did miss a bus. The buses that went straight to the airport. That bus was gone. Luckily, there was another bus that went, not directly, but it still got me there in time. And I arrived at the airport about 5 o'clock. I was supposed to be there at 5.20, so I was well within my time limit. Now, let me tell you about the Taoyuan Airport. The Taoyuan Airport is a ghost town as far as departures go. I know people are streaming into Taiwan for Chinese New Year, so maybe the arrivals hall was a little busier. But as for the departures, there is nothing going on. It is dead. As I checked in, we were the only line in the whole departures lounge at Terminal 1. And then when we went up to the, after we went through security and such, there are very few stores open, very few restaurants open. It is just a very sad situation. If you, you know, a, a, an airport is usually a place bustling, right? People are walking around, people are going somewhere. There's a lot of energy. But this place was dead. Anyway, so I stood around for a while waiting for my flight and there I went. Of course, in the plane, everybody has to wear a mask. And you can take it off when you eat something, but then you have to put it on again. Not everybody actually obeyed this rule, but I did, even though I'm very much against masks. And uh, one thing I forgot to tell you is, when this actually happened, when it turned out that I could go to South Africa, I had already told my family I'm not coming anymore. My flight has been cancelled. But then when it turned out that I could go, I quickly sent a message to my sister. Remember, now I'm in a big rush, right? Because I haven't packed. I sent a message to my, uh, my sister. I said, please see if you can find me a flight from Johannesburg to Cape Town. I'm going to land this time. Give me like an hour or two to get through customs and all that. And, uh, and then send me the information when I land in Dubai. So when I landed in Dubai, there it was. My sister found me a flight at 4 p.m. And I was quite grateful for that. So then, because my flight was not going to Cape Town, I was going to Johannesburg, I had to wait three and a half hours for my flight. Finally, we took off. We flew to Johannesburg, got into Johannesburg. And I almost had a chance to get on an earlier flight, the one o'clock flight. But 
my one bag would just not come out onto the baggage collection area. And I waited and waited. And it was, of course, the very last one to come out. And I ran. It's a long way from international arrivals to domestic departures. And when I got there, they said, sorry, you're just five minutes late. You now actually have to wait for that 4 p.m. flight. So what could I do? And I, I decided I'm now going to have a nice lunch. But I didn't have any South African money and I was eating happily and I just thought, I just hope my credit card will work here because if my credit card doesn't work, I cannot pay and I'm going to be washing dishes <laughs> and my flight is going to go. But luckily the credit card worked. It, it always worked before, so that was to, to be expected. And then I was on a two-hour flight to Cape Town. I arrived there and luckily my cousin volunteered to pick me up from the airport because usually I just take an Uber. And he picked me up. He was right there and we drove to my mother's house. And as I arrived in my mother's house, I checked the time and it was 34 hours from the time I left my house the previous day in Taipei at 10 minutes past three. It was 34 hours later and I arrived here. The good news was my mother had just baked uh, homemade bread and I uh, decided to destroy about half of that bread with nice um, cheese on top. So that was a nice uh, welcoming gift for all my pain and suffering that I went through in the 34 hours. But as it turned out, I am now safely in Cape Town and uh, my other siblings will also come down because next week we're going to celebrate my mother's 90th birthday. I'm very happy to be here. And uh, I am in the future, at some stage, I'm going to do another episode from Cape Town. I did record one or two other episodes for you before I left, but we'll see. I'll talk with the producer and see how we're going to exactly schedule these episodes. So it was fun talking to you from South Africa. That's the end of this episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the story. And until next week, goodbye. <laughs>